In our busy world, family time frequently gets neglected. It is vital that we give attention to our families while we can, and it is especially important to give attention to what God says in His Word about our homes. For the next few minutes, let's join Scott Pauley as we open the Scriptures and find God's message for your family. We are studying biblical principles for all of our families, and I think we would do ourselves a disservice if we simply skipped over the teachings of the Lord Jesus Christ and their connection to our home life. You see, in reality, everything Jesus said applies in our homes. I've often told people that none of us are better Christians than the Christians we are in the privacy of our own home. So that's really where you begin living out all of Christ's teachings at home. And the people who know you best are the people that live under your roof. But I want to draw your attention today to something the Lord Jesus said in John chapter number 15 because it shows us the beautiful and powerful connection between love and joy. Now, John 15 is some of the most personal of the remarks the Lord Jesus ever made to his closest friends, his disciples. Uh, might I say that your closest friends should be your family? The people closest to you on earth ought to be those that you live with. They're the ones God chose for you. They're the ones the Lord has allowed you to make this journey through life with. And so there ought to be a certain intimacy, a level of fellowship and depth uh, that is greater than any other relationship on earth. And frankly, I think sometimes we get in a great uh, mess in homes when people start building stronger relationships outside of their home than they do inside of their home. Our Lord Jesus uh, was never married, uh, did not have children, and yet he did have a family. He had these disciples, and uh, he treated them as children, and he brought them as close and as near to him as any family member could possibly be. And when you read our Lord's last words uh, to his disciples, you understand what I'm talking about. Uh, listen to a few of the things that Jesus said in John 15, verse 9. As the Father hath loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye in my love. If ye keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. Do you hear the, the family terminology? Do you hear the intimacy here? He speaks of the Father's love. He speaks of his love. And then he speaks of the disciples' return love, their responsive love. Uh, this is family. Oh, dear friend, God the Father loves you. The Lord Jesus Christ, he loves you. Do you love him? Are you a member of the family of God? So we see this family love. And then immediately he says in verse 11, These things have I spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you, and that your joy might be full. This is my commandment, that ye love one another, as I have loved you, greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. Do you see the divine connection between divine love and divine joy? Uh, in our world today, everybody wants to be happy. They've made happiness the goal. That's why they're miserable. 
trying to be joyful. You can't be joyful by trying to be joyful. I even heard an advertisement the other day, a company saying, we're going to help you be a more joyful person. And I just thought to myself, there's nothing this earth can offer you, nothing this world can give to you, nothing you can acquire through your own means and effort that can make you a joyful person. Joy is God's gift. It's not the goal. It's the byproduct of the Lord being in his rightful place. And specifically, according to what Jesus teaches in John chapter 15, when there is love, there is joy. Now, does that sound familiar? Because if you remember what Paul wrote about the fullness of the Holy Spirit and the fruit of the Holy Spirit, remember the fruit of the Spirit, number one is love. Number two is what? Joy. And so if you get love, guess what you get next? You get joy. If you learn to love, if you learn more about God's love for you, uh, if you live in love, then joy grows out of that. Uh, Let me just point out three things about this joy that grows out of the love of God. First of all, it's referenced here that it is his joy. I love that. Uh, Jesus said, my joy I'm giving to you. I believe our Lord was a joyful person. I think that's what made him so attractive. That's what made disciples want to be with him and little children want to run into his arms and uh, outcast of society, think that they could draw near to him. There was a beautiful, attractive joy. And so the joy that Jesus brings in the homes is not the joy of a new car or a bigger house, more money in the bank account, a better retirement, uh, nicer clothes. No, no. No, the joy that he brings is his own joy. It's joy not connected to things, but connected to a person. And then, I love this connection, it's not only his joy, he said it can be our joy. He says, my joy might remain in you and then your joy might be full. Do you see how his joy becomes our joy? Oh, dear friend, the joy that Jesus promised and the joy that Jesus offers today can be yours Uh, It is free. You you don't get it by trying to have it. You don't psych yourself up in the morning and say, I'm going to be a joyful person today. No, you simply draw near to Jesus. And when you draw near to Jesus, his love produces his joy. When you start realizing how much he loves you, now that'll put some joy in you. When you begin to learn to love him in response and enter into a close fellowship with him, that will increase the joy. And then when you learn to love one another, starting in your own home like Jesus loves, sacrificially, um, unselfishly. There's a great joy in that. And so we have his joy, we have our joy, and then don't miss this one, we have full joy. Listen to the verse again. These things have I spoken unto you that my joy might remain in you and that your joy might be full. In an empty world, our God is a God of fullness. In a world that is just trying to find a little bit of happiness, he provides overwhelming, overflowing joy. In the words of the psalmist, your cup can run over. That doesn't mean that uh, you always walk around with a smile on your face necessarily or that every circumstance is pleasant, but it means that way down deep inside where nobody goes but God, there is joy that sustains you, the joy of the Lord as your strength, and that out of that joy you can live. There's a fountain of joy inside of you bubbling up. It's what the world cannot give you, and if the world can't give it to you, the world cannot take it away. And remember what book we're in. We're in the gospel according to John. If you 
turn over to the end of your New Testament, to the book of 1 John, the same man was used of the Holy Spirit to pen uh, these letters at the end of our New Testament. And John repeats this, 1 John chapter 1, verse number 4, And these things write we unto you, that your joy may be full. You see, the Lord doesn't want you just to endure your family and endure your life. He wants you to enjoy Him and to enjoy Him even in your home. I said to someone recently, I've said it many times through the years, the greatest thing my parents ever gave to me and my sister was a happy home. Now, we had material blessings, but that wasn't the greatest thing. Uh, We were taught many wonderful things. Uh, We had rules, plenty of rules. But the greatest thing they gave us was the joy of Jesus. They lived out such a joyful Christian life that I desired that for myself. I wanted that for my own life. And I want to challenge you today to draw near to God, uh, to learn more of His love, to learn to love as He loves. And as you do, you'll find for yourself and for your family the beautiful, powerful, divine connection between love and joy. We hope that you will spend some time talking with your family today about these truths from God's Word and spend time praying for each member of your family. You may find additional podcasts, helpful articles, full-length Bible messages, and other resources at enjoyingthejourney.org. Until next time, may God bless you and your family.